You are now tuning into the No Small Talk podcast, and we're your hosts, Ebony and Sherry, two introverts who actually do enjoy conversations, as long as it's not small talk, and you don't have to settle for small talk either. Change the conversation. We're here to show you how. With our conversation starters, we want to help you enjoy meaningful conversations and build better relationships in order to succeed in business, life, and in love. We'll show you how to be confident, present, and vulnerable while starting conversations that you enjoy. Relationships, parenting, careers, money, and wellness are all topics we discuss right here on this podcast. So get your headphones, your cup of tea, and get ready to be inspired to start your next conversation. No small talk. Uh, they cannot do what they want. I got my freedom of speech. Yeah. Get to say what I want. They cannot lock me outside. I walk in right through the front. With a big back like I'm back. You need to get my respect. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the No Small Talk Podcast. I am your co-host, Shari, and today you are listening to episode 31. We hope that you're feeling a lot better this week. We know that it's been very hard very emotionally challenging, especially as a black person in America right now. But we hope that you are finding time to take care of yourself and love on yourself. As our sister Audrey Lord said, caring for yourself is self-preservation and an act of political warfare. So if we're about to be successful in this fight, we must first take care of ourselves. And while it's painful and disheartening that we're here in this moment of racial and pure human crisis, as Ebony has mentioned, at least we're having the conversations. We're having these really difficult conversations with our friends, our family members, our colleagues at work, our neighbors, with our children. And we've been having the conversations here on the podcast, and we hope that they've been insightful. We hope that they've triggered some thoughts and feelings within yourself. We hope that you have been able to inform yourself well enough to think about where you stand and how you are going to participate in this fight, because as we have already discussed on the podcast and presented, introverts are activists as well. And so it's up to us to decide how we're going to activate the activism gene within ourselves, even if it's us expressing it in our quieter ways. And speaking of conversations, today we're having another conversation starter. We will be talking about the three things that if we had a choice, if we needed to, the three things from our home that we would pick to take with us if we had to leave our homes. And I thought this conversation was interesting. I'll tell you some of the background behind it. Within about my first year or two living in my apartment, we had a fire drill. And I remember leaving my apartment as expected, evacuating the building. And I noticed that there were some people that took some time to leave the building. And maybe even 20 minutes later, some people were coming out. I noticed the things that they brought with them. Some people brought their laptops, their bags, their phones, all of their electronics. Some people talked about the fact that it took them a long time to come down because they had to get their cat or their dog and the cat ran underneath the bed. And in my mind, I'm thinking, 
So if this was a real fire, and it actually was a real fire, you were willing to sacrifice your life or whatever the case is for these things. And it made me think about the things that we value in our life, those things that we must absolutely have that we cannot live without. And so that is some context behind the conversation that Ebony and I will be having today. And before we get into the conversation and the episode, I wanted to give a shout out to one of our listeners who left a review on iTunes. This review comes from Bassie and Bassie says, shout out to Ebony and Sherry for this great platform that offers tips for every aspect of a woman's life. Great for conversation building and getting to know others. I highly recommend this podcast. We love this. We love when people think that our episodes are practical and useful and they use them to build their relationships and connect more deeply with others. So thank you, Bassie, so much. You just made our day. And we'd like to encourage all of our listeners right now to hit pause and leave a review. We'd really appreciate it. We can promise you it makes a huge difference. It makes a difference for us and our team, and it helps connect us to other listeners just like you and just like myself and Ebony, other introverts who are looking for ways to connect deeply with other people. So hit pause, leave a review, and come right back because you need this episode, all right? And so without further ado, let's go jump right into today's episode. No small talk. Ebony, if you could only keep three things from your home, what would you pick? Give me context. Give me a little bit more context for this question. (laughs) Okay. Let's say you had to evacuate your house for whatever reason and you're going to be gone for a significant amount of time, but you were able to grab three things. Okay. And I can't go back? You can't go back. So this is what you need that's going to keep you for a month. And we know by default, your kids and your husband are going with you. So they're not going to count (laughs) as part of the three things. So those are given. Outside of your kids and your husband, what are the three things that you absolutely must take with you, knowing that you're not going to be back in your home for a a significant time? Okay. A month or two, that's hard because if I'm coming back, certain things I probably would just leave. But if I was... uh, Okay. Let's say you're not coming back for a year. Okay, if I'm not coming back for a year. Okay, so I definitely, I think certain things are very important. I'm like social security cards, passports, legal documents. You never know if you're going to need that stuff. <laughs> it's so practical. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I am so practical because we're a family of seven. And if I'm not coming back, the seven people that I got to worry about social securities and passports for. So yeah, I'm grabbing that. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and obviously you got to have the cell phone child because listen, who doesn't have a cell phone? Sherry probably be fine leaving her cell phone at home. Yeah, I don't need my cell phone. Bye. <laughs> Woo, child. Freedom. <laughs> but Ebony need her cell phone child. So I'm grabbing my cell phone because guess what? The cell phone got everything on there. You got your email. You got your contacts yeah. on the cell phone. Yeah. You got your Bible. Yes, child. It's you true. can have a Bible on your cell phone these days. You got a little notepad. You can read on there. You got your Audible. Listen, the cell phone is, 
is a lot that's of things. That's something that carry a lot. It does. Yes, yes. So that's coming Instagram. with Instagram. IG's on there. You know, your podcast. Podcast. You can like, got your podcast on there. <laughs> so, you can record from your cell phone. Yes. You can record from your cell phone. You could do work from your cell phone. I don't have to miss a day of work. We don't have to miss a day of recording this podcast, Sherry. So you know what? The phone is coming. <laughs> yes, so, it okay. is. So those are two. Now, the third thing might seem a little weird for y'all listening. (laughs) (laughs) So, what's the third? I sleep with a rapper. Yes. (laughs) African girl. For my my non-Nigerians or non-Africans, a rapper is like a cloth that you use. It's a... African printed <laughs> material that is normally used with the boba, which is like the top that you wear when you're dressing in your native African gear. And then the wrap would be like the wrap skirt. So I have a couple of those printed rapas at home, not for like dressing up or anything, but just more like comfort. So like I use it when I'm at home, I wrap with it. When I go to bed, I sleep with it. When I'm cold, I'm just so attached to having it. Literally holding it's comfortable. It right it's comfortable. It's comfortable. It's yeah. like the American equivalent to sweats, right? People wear sweats in the house just, or leggings just because it's freeing, right? But the rapa is just so free and you just, it's like a yeah. loose skirt. It's very loose and, yeah. you know. Yeah, it's so comfortable. Uh-huh. And I use it. I sleep with you it. You can I use it to carry a maca. Right. Mm-hmm. So for me, I really need it. Like I actually carry it on vacation. So when we go on vacation, I always pack a rapa. And it's not just me. One of my sisters does that too. And like, I'll sleep, like I have it when I'm on the couch doing work on my cell phone. I have my rap eyes, like a blanket. It literally can be so many things. It can be your sleepwear, your sweats, comfy houseware. It could be a blanket. It could be a head wrap. It could be. Yeah, it's multi-purpose. It's multi-purpose, right. So that comes with me. Yes. There you go. What does Chimby say? (laughs) (laughs) You wear it around the house. He loves it. He's so bush too. Like, Oh my god! If he's listening, he's gonna be like, "Seriously, you talking about this on your podcast?" But yes, like yeah, he- man. <laughs> Hashtag authenticity, man. Authenticity. We talk about everything here. Yeah, <laughs> he loves it. It's you funny. know, reminds him of the days back in the village. So he doesn't mind it at all. It really is. It's funny because when we were younger. I think we used to just love seeing our mom with it because my mom used it for all of the same reasons you use it, especially carrying a child. So we would put our baby dolls behind Aww. us and do rapa. But it's funny how you described what you use, like the cloth that you use for booba and you roll. We actually, even with old bed sheets that were raggedy, we would turn into rapa. <laughs> And it wasn't really African cloth, but oh, this bed sheet is bleached, it's ugly, it's gonna toss it in the garbage. No, we can't use it now. <laughs> you turn it to my pasta. Yeah, I mean, you gotta I have to be resourceful, man. You have to. Yeah, it's especially in the summertime when your thighs are sweaty and all. You just like. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so your three things around pie, your cell phone, and documents. Okay. What about you? I'm curious. What are your three things? Like, if you had to oh, evacuate, God. what would you pick? Like, this is like off the off the cuff, straight. Okay. I need. So you things. would think you would think it would be my 
new Louboutin shoes and my new Chanel bag that I just bought like before quarantine. Oh, hell yeah. If you're not <laughs> I mean, grabbing the Chanel, I'm you know, mad at you. You can give it to you me. Know, I was very it. excited when I got those items because I don't typically treat myself that way. But I said, you know, let me treat myself. I had a rough year and I got those items. But the timing was completely off because I have nowhere to wear those things to. So you would think, but honestly, no, it wouldn't be the Chanel bag or the Louboutin shoes. It would be, I guess I'm a little practical like you too, but honestly, it would be my prayer mat, my prayer Aww. scarf, and my Quran and my Bible. And nice. I'm putting Quran as one. But honestly, like those are the things that I definitely do need the most. And it's funny because all of those are generally free. I can get a Quran or Bible anywhere, like you said, on mm. your cell phone. Right. right? My prayer mat. I've gotten, like, those are gifted to me. I don't think I've ever paid for a prayer mat. And so it's not just any scarf, right? So kind of like what you were talking about, your Rapabian bush. So this scarf that I have is a very raggedy scarf. I can't even wear it out in public. I don't even know where I got this scarf from, but it's a scarf that I've had for years and that is my go-to. I'm also a creature of habit, so Mm -hmm. that's the scarf that I pray with. I have other scarves that I can use, but I kid you not. When it's time for prayer, that's the only scarf I go to. I don't even wash it regularly. <laughs> oh, my God. So, it is weird because I'm even afraid to put it in the washing machine because I feel like, do I take away in some oh spiritual when I put it in the washing machine and I pray in the same spot? Like, it's just a certain way I want to feel when I'm praying but those are the three things. And it's, it's funny because even though you mentioned yours, it's funny though, Ebony, because these items are relatively cheap. But yeah. even if you spend a lot of money on all these other things, right? Like my apartment, I am very intentional about getting things that's going to make me feel comfortable and homey because I'm a homebody and I spend a lot of time in my apartment. So I like to buy nice things for my apartment. But with all that said, I don't know if I need any of these. Right. <laughs> you know, I don't know if these were any of the things that I spent all this money on would be anything I think about if I had to evacuate and pick three things. And as I answer this question, it's making me think about a saying that's in the Islamic faith that it's be in this world as if you were a stranger or a traveler. And mm. the idea behind that is here on earth, this is just a stop, our mm. ultimate goal and our ultimate home is heaven, going to God. So we're carrying all these possessions and spending all of our efforts in collecting all these possessions, but this is not our permanent home. And when we go to our permanent home, we're not taking any of this with us. No. So like you took your passport, but let's say when you take your passport, you're going to Jamaica. That's just a trip. You're not going to take all of your possessions on that trip. You're just going to take what you need, a light suitcase, Mm -hmm. knowing that after Jamaica, you're coming back home to New Jersey. So the same thing with us, like carry light. I think that's the principle that that proverb is trying to teach us. Carry a light package because it's not our final stop. And this question kind of reminds me of that. What are those main essential things that you're going to take? And I feel like a lot of us who answer those questions, we're going to realize it's not anything so expensive, nothing large, maybe something that has some sentimental Sentimental. value. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right, because I'm sure I can make <laughs> I'm sure I can make a wrap out of something else. Like if I had to leave, maybe like you said, like a sheet or something. But for me, it's sentimental. Like the ones that I do have, I feel like it's just part of me. Yeah, that. Mm-hmm. 
Interesting. So back to your scarf that you said is all raggedy. <laughs> so raggedy. <laughs> it reminds me that my sister has a similar scarf that is now missing. Praise the Lord. <laughs> and for years, we try to get her to get rid of that scarf. And I mean, it was so sentimental to her. Like she had other brand new scarves. We bought her scarves. And she just was so attached to this particular scarf and just kind of brought me back to that. And the funny story is that it went missing and she accused me of causing that scarf. (laughs) (laughs) Because he told us so many times that she has to get rid of it. (laughs) So it's so funny. She listens to the podcast. She's probably going to listen to what you said and start laughing and think of her scarf and be like, Ebony has something to do with it, but. It just brought me back to that, which I thought was so funny. But wash the scarf. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's so funny because I think, yo, that scarf carried me, man. I cried some tears in that scarf, yo. Mm. Like, <laughs> like, I poured my all when I'm praying. That scarf is wrapped around me. And Aww. like my tears, my everything, my scent, my everything is on that scarf. And I so, see. Yeah, I can see I how I that's sentimental. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I mean, there yeah. are some times I'm like, okay, Sherry, this is funky. Even God doesn't want to know this. <laughs> but yeah. And my mom looks at it too. She's like, what is this now? You don't have anything else? Kind of like what you guys did with your sister. I don't know which one it was. It was ABA. I don't know. But, <laughs> but yeah, I get judgment too. But whatever. That's Sister, Sister Omede, I got you. I, I got you. Don't worry. Well, the scarf is gone. <laughs> it's gone. So praise the Lord. We were all happy. Oh, God, God. whatever. You guys are haters. <laughs> And that's that. Hope you enjoyed another episode of the No Small Talk podcast. Hope you enjoyed listening to Ebony and I discuss our top three things that we must take from our home if we had to pick any. And this week's challenge is for you to identify your three things. Honestly, we are hoping that you are taking advantage of all of these challenges, including this week's challenge, because they're really an exercise of introspection. It's hard for us to connect with people if we haven't even connected with ourselves, if we haven't done any kind of reflection to think about the things that matter to us, to think about the things that interest us, to think about the things that bring us joy, think about the things that we're afraid of. It's easier for us to have these conversations with people when we know ourselves better. And I believe that doing this week's challenge is a great exercise in discovering what you value, what's important to you. They can be things that provide sentimental value, or they can be more practical things, whatever they are, identify what those things are for yourself and share them with us on Instagram, tag us at no small talk podcast using a hashtag no small talk. We'd love for you to join the conversation and hang out with us on Instagram. See you next time. And until next time, no small talk. Bye. On God, I come from a place that goes so hard. I'm not afraid of words, you can bring the bar. If you don't want problems, then don't start. Don't start. They told me shut up and dribble. Tell your president, act presidential. Bottom line, I won't keep quiet, not this time. Not this time.